Howdy. Oh boy. Where to begin? The easy part? Wrestling figure and card news? Yeah. Get that out of the way because everything else from here is a roller coaster. <clears throat> but while you're doing that, uh, welcome um, to the NGB Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we weren't able to record last week due to life happening to me this time around, and I was unable to record with Nick. Yeah, I was, I was kind of in the same boat, but I was just... Oh, I went to class, and um, he assigned a lab, a homework, a quiz, and the first two parts of a, a take-home exam. So he knocked me out with some work. So, But now I got it done, and we're, I'm pretty much off today and part of tomorrow. So, Yeah. Last week I got hit with an afternoon shift for shift work, but it didn't make sense for me to do that because I'm also working on getting out of the army and transitioning. So then, like, a day later, uh, they were like, hey, that doesn't make sense. We'll put you at the regular 9 to 5 so you can do whatever you need to do. So that's why I couldn't record last week. They're trying to reel you back in for some and more years. They're trying, but I've already made my mind. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's start with the easy stuff. So Go ahead, because... I do have uh, a little story time. Just a little bit. All right. And it, it comes with a recommendation, and it is a biased recommendation, but still a good one. So for those of you that collect cards, you would know when you drop 20 bucks on a box or you drop any money on a box, it's not guaranteed you're going to make your money back. In fact, I would say probably 80 to 90% of the time, you are not going to get your money's worth for a box, especially not anymore. Because they don't have guaranteed relics or anything, which relics are like for football, like a piece of the jersey that the player wore for wrestling, a piece of the shirt that they wore, you know, making their entrance, whatever. Um, but as most of you probably know, Upper Deck put out AEW cards. And I, I really love them. I, they're awesome. I found boxes at Target for 20 bucks a piece. And I opened all three of them. I was able to almost get a full set out of it. And I got to keep a couple cards I want. You know, some Britt Baker, some Sting, stuff like that. Brody Lee. Um, but the cool thing is that the, par the parallels that I pulled and the hits that I pulled, I get to keep a couple of the relics that I pulled. And I'm selling some of the stuff I don't want, the parallels and everything. So I am either going to make money from that $60 or I'm going to break even opening those and I still get to keep the cards that I want and almost make a set. So if you see those out in the wild for 20, 25 bucks, I would definitely recommend them. They are hitting stores, mostly Target. Uh, for relics, I got a dual relic for Chuck, Taylor, and Trent, best friends. 
I got a Lance Archer relic and I got a Young Bucks dual relic, which is awesome. So be on the lookout for those because those are hitting stores. They are out there and they're definitely worth it. Autographs are about one in every 10 boxes. Relics are seated one in every two boxes. But I got a relic in each box. So there's that. That is everything I have for cards, which doesn't happen often because we don't get many card sets. In figure news, the pre-order for WWE Elite Series 93 is up on Ringside Collectibles. It has Seth Rollins, T-Bar, carrying across with the NXT Championship, which is a really cool figure. I might actually end up getting that one if I see it in the wild. Cesaro. There is a Ricky Steamboat, which also has a chase uh, that is really cool. That comes with the WCW television title and Raquel Gonzalez, which is definitely one I'm going to be grabbing. So just so you know, those are up for grabs on ringside collectibles. If you don't feel like shopping the stores like I do. Uh, two more sets were announced. So we have the next line of WWE basic figures, series 130. We are going to have our one millionth John Cena figure coming out in that set. We have AJ Styles, uh, Johnny Gargano, which has a base figure where he has the way gear and his chase variant is red and black gear, which I have not seen the prototype images. So I don't know what the red and black gear looks like. Uh, we have Omas making his figure debut in this series. I may have to get that figure as well as Grand Metalik. And lastly, for wrestling figure news, we have Showdown 2-Packs coming out, Series 9. And this set I'm excited for, and you'll know why at the end. We have The Rock and John Cena. We have Sheamus and Ricochet. And the last Showdown 2-Pack we have in this series is Bailey and Sasha Banks. I'm excited to see what that figure is going to look. Those figures are going to look like. And that is all of my, all of my news. Good man, I'm eating food too. So, give me a second. So, no worries. Um, before we go into some hot topics. <laughs> Some very, very hot topics. Let's get into some random news. Because this week and last week, oh boy, I cannot express how wild it has been. In terms of news. So, we're going to slowly work our way there. Starting with Leo Rush suffering an injury. On uh, Sunday's PWG Battle of Los Angeles event, um, there was an image that has been floating around, and if you look at enough wrestling and you scroll through Facebook, this image came out a lot. And so uh, he got hit by a, a curb stomp, and he wasn't sure if he hit us took the bump I don't know what happened it doesn't necessarily stay much on here but um, 
he provided an update about the same day that it came out. He had an update, and um, he had a dislocation in his left shoulder, opposite to his previous shoulder injury. Um, yeah, that is uh, Leo Rush's injury, and I have not seen any updates since. Neither have I. Uh, Riho also confirmed that she is injured, and but she's back in Japan the same day. Oh no! Yeah, then uh, I know I'm sad too. Um, Rio, um, she posts on Twitter. It was in Japanese, but thankfully you can translate that. She's in Japan. She has broken her collarbone and is treating it. Jeez. Yep. I should save that for later on when we get to hot topics. All right. And then we get to a little bit of some sad news is that um, February 1st, uh, Shotzi Blackheart took to Instagram to talk about her father passing away following a battle with COVID. A GoFundMe was launched for the funeral uh, expenses. Very unfortunate to hear of such a passing. Yes. Yeah, it is. That one should also be safe for later. Um, Ember Moon also spoke out about um, her... Well, I shouldn't say Ember Moon anymore. She goes by Athena. Um, talk about her departure from WWE on a Twitch stream, which completely did not know that she was on Twitch, but for those that are... Uh, Athena slash Ember Moon fans where you can find her. Uh, she's mostly talking about many good things about uh, WWE and essentially that the positive outweigh uh, the negatives. And she did say there were plenty of negatives, trust her, but the positives outweigh it and that there is no use in being mad. So she's got a clear head on her shoulders and so, based on her words, uh, she's essentially saying that she is open to potentially working at WWE again. Yeah, that's that's what I've seen from a lot of people. It's a lot of the same thing. Like, okay, I got released from them, but at the same time, without them, you know, where would I be? Mm-hmm. Well, um, uh, if you good. are... If you're in South Carolina, Clover, South Carolina, to be specific, you are in for a crazy, crazy, crazy night of wrestling on March 19th. Would you like to know why? I, that sounds oddly familiar. I just can't remember what it is off the top of my head. The Hardy Boys are reuniting for the first time in three years. Yes. The- Patriotic Wrestling Federation event. Yes. Along along with the Hardys, there will also be Ricky Steamboat, Arn Anderson, who will be ringside with Brock Anderson, uh, Demolition Axe, and Demolition Axe, Griff Garrison, and Marcus Cross. Notice that there are a lot of AEW people there, including Matt. Yep. Sounds like a show to be at. Um, <clears throat> uh, then, 
Santino Morella revealed that his daughter has signed a contract with WWE. Yes, yes. Um, a lot of good words were said about her, and that um, then Santino's words, uh, she's a beast. She's going to be an absolute top tier player. So we shall see. Um, also, um, William Regal's son was signed with NXT UK. For those that don't know Santino Morello's uh, daughter, it is uh, Bianca uh, Carelli. My butcher the last name. Yeah, I am not sure. And then even, even more good news. Uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim are married. They got married on February 5th. Congrats, congrats. Congratulations to them. And then, unless you have anything else, we're about to I go do. to the dumpster fire. All right, cool. I do. Well, it's, well, kind of. I want to get your opinion. Okay. What do you think of the Lita versus Becky match that is going to happen at Elimination Chamber? So, so far from what I've seen for the booking, I don't like what they're doing with Becky as the heel because she has not been a cowardly heel because I have also seen some dark match footage and she literally got squashed, which I'm, I'm not I'm not okay with that. Even if it's dark matches, I'm not okay with that because she has been booked to be a strong champion up to this point. <clears throat> Agreed. Um, it just comes right out of left field when you have a strong heel champion just like lose all that, even to a Hall of Famer and one of the greatest women's wrestlers in the Attitude Era, who literally defined women's wrestling at that yeah. time. Yeah, I kind of I I like the matchup, I do. I do. I I'm I do too. I just don't like the booking so far. Well, I like the match on its face. Yes. But I'm also thinking um in terms of what they're going to do because there's different ways you can take it, right? You can go Putting Becky over. They have a really good match, as I'm sure they're going to. Oh, yeah. Put Becky over. Uh, you have Lita win the title, which would be nuts. That would be nuts and would be quite a swerve, considering that it is WrestleMania season. Now, the thing that I'm thinking, let's say Becky wins, right? Becky right. wins one of the greatest of all time. One of my personal favorites. Agreed. Where, where does that leave her? With as in, in terms of who could take the title, and you know what they booked themselves into corners with this before with Roman Reigns with um, Bobby Lashley to a point. So it's not to say that won't happen. Yeah, but honestly, I think I got to be pulling here for for Lita to win. You know, I'm kind of torn still. Because um, 
for me, even if it's short-term planning or long-term planning, I don't see what else they can do. Like, I love Lita. Let's not get this wrong. I absolutely adore Lita. She is my very first childhood crush. You hear her to hear first. Like, literally, I, I would watch and I'd see her with Team Extreme, and I would go between Jeff and Lita. Jeff and Lita. Two of my favorites. Um, I don't foresee her winning the title, and I don't know what they would do with her as champion. Well, the way I see it. Even if she is supposed to be a part-timer, like, we already have um, what well, we had. We had Brock Lesnar as a part-time champion. And we, we, we've seen this throughout the years. Part-time champions just don't work. Yeah. Um, I don't think Lita would be a part-time necessarily. I think, well, you already have the Royal Rumble winner. You have Ronda with Charlotte, right? As we found out oh. last Friday. Oh, God. Uh, Which I'm okay yeah. with. It's better than uh, Becky again. Because we never yeah. got to see them go against each other. It kind of split at that point to Rhonda and and Becky. And then I forget where Charlotte went, but she kind of went out of that picture. Um, I'm going to hold my tongue until we get further on the rumble. And then There's a lot of things I have to say. <laughs> and then beyond that, you have... Um, either Becky or Lita, whoever wins. And I don't know. I feel like it could be fun because you have Beth Phoenix is still around. Maybe you could have a nostalgia match there just yeah. for shits and gigs. Could mm-hmm. be, it'll sell tickets is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And then it will on, sell. you have so many very talented women that could very well take it from Lita because while she's good, she's also, She's not up there in age, but for a professional wrestler, she is, you know, and that could play a factor into the believability. You know, someone like Dewdrop could take the title. Maybe Liv Morgan. I know you'd like that. I mean, I like the in a different in a different matter, but I would maybe, appreciate maybe Bianca. I don't know, but I feel like it would just bring another air of. It would just bring another air into the match. <clears throat> into the title picture, rather. I don't know. I, I think as, as much as it seems as though they're booking themselves in the corner, I only first see Becky winning, even though I, I love Lita. Um, like, one of the greatest. I don't see any rhyme or reason as to putting the title on Lita just for WrestleMania season. Yeah. It would just be something different, you know? It would be. No, don't get me wrong. It would be. But for for me and a storytelling standpoint, whoever would will have the title, it would mean something more if whoever takes it off of Becky. It will still mean something with Lita because, again, greatest of all time. One of. But 
for the modern era of wrestling, it would mean more if we were to have whoever takes off of Becky is a big deal. That's that's the real thing right now. It's a big deal. And with someone like Lita, I feel like that could be a very real possibility. It, yeah, I I'm not going to disagree. Like it is a very real possibility, and I will truly be shocked if that does happen. What I'm saying is I feel like it could, in terms of, like, believability with, you know, winning um, winning the title, Becky and Lita in the fans' eyes are going to be pretty close. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I- I'm still torn. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm ever going to have, in my eyes, a clear winner. But for a storytelling standpoint, my my mind's going to go to uh, Becky. But for nostalgia and very biased standpoint is Lita. So those two are constantly clashing. I, I, can't, I can't really add else, anything else to the conversation. I can't That's, either. Other yeah. than I'm excited for the match. It, agreed. Very much agreed. All right, so let's move on to whatever we're going to talk about next because I've lost track. So I've been, I've been dealing with a sinus infections too, so I uh, don't 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 worry. Uh, so we're going to just briefly talk about this one. So you remember last week, mm-hmm. Brian Kendrick released from WWE, yep. and almost. Like almost immediately, um, was scheduled to have a match with Moxley on AW. You sent me a message, like the moment that that came out. I'm sure of it. Oh yeah, I was excited about it, and, and I remember we, we, it happened, and he didn't come out. I'm like, what? What? Like what the yeah. hell happened? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was also excited. I don't remember if I responded back to you, but. That was I thought it was going to be quite interesting. So the reason why he didn't show up, for those who um, haven't already seen it or um, don't go on Twitter and deal with that nonsense um, or look up the news like we do, uh, Brian Kendrick has said some crazy stuff. This isn't like this isn't like genuinely like news like. This isn't like new news. It, it this is stuff that some of us are aware of, myself included. I am aware he has said some off the wall shit before. But, but some of the dig, stuff they had to dig through some old stuff to find it. I get what you're saying. He, yeah, they found some things that even I wasn't aware of on some of these. But I know he has said some off the wall shit before. What is what has he said? I I haven't seen what he said. I've seen the like so, crazy stuff, but that's about I'm, it. I'm gonna mention a few things because I don't want our show to get canceled in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, I'm gonna mention a few things. I'm gonna stop there. Yeah, okay. I'm picking and choosing because these are all very bad. <sighs> so. I'm not going to talk about some of the big ones, but we got 
JFK assassinate JFK assassination. Um, Michael Jackson fake faking his death. Some of conspiracy. Some other conspiracy theories. Yeah, so just conspiracy shit. Oh basically. no, there's more. Oh no, there's more. Uh, the Holocaust. Yeah, so we basically like, talked about conspiracies he believes, right? Sandy Hook. Which he he believes are like conspiracies of some sort. I'm so, I'm trying to generalize it so we don't have to say all of it, you know. Yeah, essentially, and it is it's wild. It's literally wild. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean some of the stuff like like the 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 freaking um the Michael Jackson faking his death one, I knew about that one. I knew about uh the JFK assassination one. The other ones I did not. I mean and, and they're bad. I see I have the quotes right here, I'm not saying it. It's bad. I mean fuck it, I'll say it. But <laughs> not a quote, but I mean <sighs> time plays a factor. I mean if this was something he said, you know, this year. Yeah. That'd be one thing, but yeah, I, no, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I, it's that big of a detriment to to have still had him on the show. Yeah, but it was a. It was years ago. Does it excuse it? No, but it was years ago. He's apologized since. Hey, he did I, apologize um, later after he was off the show because, like, Dynamite literally was on like almost like it was the same day this all happened within one day yeah i mean at the same time i just kind of mind you some of this stuff that he has said is back in 2013 um i don't remember when almost 10 years yeah, I don't remember when the Sandy Hook thing was brought up, but he has said some stuff. 2011, that's also still, with modern context, horrible. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I wouldn't have released him. I mean, I would have said, hey, you need to, you know, address this. And if you don't, I'm going to let you go. Um and move on, but you're going to be on thin ice. You know, if you do some shit like that again, you're, you're done. But I, I don't think it justified really letting him go. That's just me. Well, yeah. Tony Khan is all for the fans. So him doing that and trying to keep the fans appeased, especially with AW and the, Modern uh, internet wrestling community, his decision made sense. Well, I mean, that's one thing. Sometimes it's to his. Is sometimes it you know adds to his name, and sometimes it's a little much. In this case, I think it's a little much. But he is quick to drop the hammer on shit like this. Yeah, the Nyla Rose I mean, thing, sign thing. He was quick with that. He was quick with. 
you know, resolving things with Leo Rush. He was quick with this, which we won't even get into the Leo Rush stuff because it's no, well, no, dear God, dear God, no. Uh, anyway, should we get into it? All right. That's just a little bit of the of the dumpster fire. Just just a small bit. A touch. Just a touch. a touch. All right. Let's start with the hot topic that is still the hot topic of the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. For many different reasons. The Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. I'm gonna talk <laughs> about the matches on the card, give my opinions. And uh, then we'll discuss a bit. Let's. Starting off the show, we had Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Must I say, perfect start to this Royal Rumble. And I love Seth Rollins coming out to the Shield music and the Shield gear. There were plenty of callbacks for this feud. And Roman got some chair shots in. Which is a circle from the heel turn that Seth had. Yes, which is brilliant. You know, the DQ ending fitted this in my eyes. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, because I mean, it's a it's kind of a lose lose win win because mm-hmm. you know, it just between the both of them, it's just not. I think for the storytelling with Seth Rollins playing games with Roman's head, like it just made so much sense that like he would drive him to the point where he just lock in the guillotine and just not care about being counted out or uh, not counted, DQ'd in the five count. Mm-hmm. And then just going absolutely crazy and just beating the ever living shit out of him with the chair. So, perfect opener. <clears throat> Women, Women's Royal Rumble. Must I say, I'm always looking forward to uh, what each wrestler wears when they go out into Royal Rumble because it's a big deal. Starting off with Sasha Banks in a Sailor Moon um, outfit. And um, just say, just a, a lot of a lot, uh, I had to scroll through a lot, and I'm trying n- to not talk about a specific instance, but it was a nice nice attire. She's a big fan of Sarah Moon. Um, she has gone on record saying that. Yeah. And a lot of people in Gaga over that, too. They did. A lot of people did. Some just saying it looked good, and others just being weird. Uh, yeah. Being weird, and no other way to put it. And then the wrestling fan base can sometimes suck. Yes, sometimes. Um, Molina was the second one to come out, and uh, it was honestly quite touching to see these two in the ring. And when Sasha Banks eliminated Molina quite quickly, must I say, it was also nice because I'm gonna mention this. This one, this one 
instance was pictured to high hell, and this is the one moment I'm talking about where you probably may or may not have seen this. People need need the bat. Need to go to jail. Uh, with Sasha Banks uh, showing off and doing the splits right in front of Molina, who was knocked out of the ring. Yep. And I'm not going to do the rest of it play-by-play. I just wanted to mention that cool moment. The other entrants were Tamina, Kelly Kelly, Aaliyah, Liv Morgan, Queen Zelina, who came out in the Madara Uchiha um, outfit, for those of you Naruto fans. Um, Dana Brooke, Michelle McCool, Sonya Deville, Natalia, Cameron, yes, Cameron, from the Funkadactyls. <laughs> Did one you know who actual music? I, I don't That's think so. Um, yes, the camera that tried to pin someone laying on their stomach. I will never forget that. Um, that has to be <laughs> one of the worst botches, just in that sense. Yeah. Uh, Naomi, Carmella, Rhea Ripley. Charlotte Flair, Ivory, who cut a promo the entire time. Hilarious. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah, because she came out of uh, Right to Censor, right? Yeah. In that year. Okay. Yep. Uh, Brie Bella, Hardcore Country, and Mickey James. Nice. Uh, Alicia Fox, uh, Nikki, Nikki Cross, Summer Rae, Nikki Bella. Sarah Logan, nice to see her back. Lita, yeah. Molly Holly, Ronda Rousey, Shotzi Blackheart, and Shayna Baszler. Hmm. Final four Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Shayna Baszler, and Bianca Boyer. Last two were Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Naturally. Winner is Ronda Rousey. Naturally. So, looking at the people that were in here, um, so we were both wrong when we were made our, making our predictions. But then again, um, I don't even remember who I said. You said um, um Bianca Belair. Okay. Well, yours went. Uh, your bet went farther than mine, which was um, uh, Liv Morgan. Um, honestly, the Women's Royal Rumble was was pretty good, all things considered. Despite who won, which is Ronda Rousey, um, topic of contention for some. Agreed. Um, I have became more accepting of Ronda Rousey uh, becoming a winner. Originally, I was angry, but I became, I, I am a little bit more accepting of it. Because Liv Morgan was early on, earlier on, so number six slot. I was like, all right, there's no shot she's winning this now. But I immediately lost all hope when she was out. Then my next bet was Rhea Ripley. 
And she came, she got out early too. So I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So when Ron Rousey came out, I was like, all right, whatever. I just, I don't really give a shit about her winning at this yeah. point. Whatever. I, I, I didn't either, but we'll, we'll see what happens with her feud with Charlotte. <sighs> Following that, we had Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop for the Raw Women's Championship. For two women that haven't wrestled each other ever, they did fine. Yeah. Win was, winner was obvious, Becky Lynch. No. But, uh, not really much I could say about this. This was just so that way they could promote Rollins championship on the card. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. Then we have Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Oof. Very good match with the finish that surprised everybody. No one expected Roman Reigns to come out of nowhere. Fear Brock Lesnar. Uh, then Paul Heyman gave Roman Reigns the WWE belt so he could hit Brock Lesnar with it, costing the match. They both left uh, Reigns and uh, Heyman for Bobby Lashley to get the cover and win the match. Um, I think it's quite interesting that we are that we did hot potato the um WWE title. Could have just kept it on Big E, in my opinion. And then done did the same angle just with him. Yeah, yeah. My opinion because that it just I still feel bad that Big E lost the WWE title to Brock Lesnar. It, not a good feeling. Nope. So I can't really say much about this. Then we had the Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. I did not um, care for this match. Just gonna say. I mean really very few, but can't really speak much about this one, about this match. I will say um, it was nice to see Beth Phoenix and Edge to hit the Miz with the spear at the exact same time. And then they both, they, they literally both did each other's finishers on the Miz, which was honestly quite nice. But there's really not much to go with it. Yeah. Uh, then we had the Men's Royal Rumble, which is the biggest topic of contention because there's been a lot of reports that came out for this. I'm going to start with saying that one of my random things to talk about was that Riddle was originally planned to win the Royal Rumble. Not once, but twice. Because he started with Matt Riddle, 
And then they were going to give it to Randy Orton instead, but Randy Orton denied it and said, no, I don't need it. Then it was Matt Riddle again. But you want to know who was running the Men's Royal Rumble? <clears throat> I think I already know. Shane fucking McMahon. Yep. And because of how poorly he uh, ran this Royal Rumble, because a lot of stuff has come out from him wanting to do more things with the Royal Rumble. I think one report came out saying that he wanted to win the Royal Rumble. Um, he wanted to knock a Drew McIntyre out of the ring or something. There's been a lot of reports and that he got a lot of backstage heat. So much so he got fired from WWE. And as of recording, I am not even going into class today because my class goes till 7.45. I'm going to do it virtually so that way I can see Dynamite tonight if he debuts. Because people are saying he's going to debut. And to the point where even people from WWE has warned Tony Khan, like, hey, Shane McMahon is, and I'm saying this for quotes, out of control. I mean, based on the stories, it may seem like that. Because there's been a lot that has came out. And like, the moment, the moment, I tell you, the moment that I've seen Shane McMahon come out of the fucking uh, back with his music and coming out, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> out of anybody. I was okay with Johnny Knoxville and even Bad Bunny showing up. So I'm like, all right. Johnny Knoxville is doing his promotes movie. This isn't the first time we've done that Royal Rumble. Bad Bunny, that's a little bit of a shock, but he did wrestle pretty good at WrestleMania. I'm fine with that. Um, but there's just a lot here that just made no fucking sense for for this Royal Rumble. And oh, so. I'm just going to list off the people that were here just so that way we can talk about who we think should should have won. Yeah. Even if... So, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura started it. Then we had Austin Theory, Robert Roode, Ridge Holland, Montez Ford, Damian Priest, Sami Zayn, Giant Oxville, Angelo Dawkins, Omos, Ricochet, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Happy Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, Rick Boogs, Madcap Moss, Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, Kofi Kingston, Otis, Big E, Bad Bunny, Shane motherfucking McMahon, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm going to say Randy out of that group. That's who I would have liked to see. I mean, I would have liked to see Riddle too, but it's way too early. Um, I'm gonna preface this before I say this is that um, there also have been reports that they wanted RK Bro to split, and they want them to split with WWE title in the picture. Prefacing that now before I go ahead and say who I wanted to win. So, um, my heart wanted Montez Ford or Damian Priest. But he's a U.S. champion, so I didn't think that he was going to win it. 
Yeah. Um, so I, my heart was hoping for Montez Ford. And then when I seen Drew McIntyre return, I was like, okay, this should be cool. But I really was hoping that Matt Riddle could have won. And even more so, I really wish he would have won because, like, this would have been a great WrestleMania moment, even if RK Bro had a split. True. But instead, instead, we had Shane motherfucking McMahon takes someone's spot. It was in the back. There were reports saying that there were, like, five or so, like, men's Hall of Famers slash WWE legends in the back, one of which being Kurt Angle hmm. for, for the Royal Rumble, which I would have been okay with seeing Kurt Angle come out so I can just have you suck going. That would have been awesome, man. It would have been, would have been great. And you know who else is in the, on this list? Fucking Finn Bauer. Huh. Finn Bauer's not on this list. And we know why, because we know Vince McMahon gave up on Vince on a uh, fucking Finn Bauer, which reason. we talked we talked about it uh, two weeks ago, and we had a, 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 a discussion about it, and we both came to the same agreement that he's a victim of cir- of bad timing and circumstance. Mm-hmm. So we could have had one more legend spot. Instead, we got fucking Shane McMahon. And I'm also not happy that Brock Lesnar took number 30. Why? We could have had two legends. Or at least we could have reorganized this to where we could have had Randy Orton, like, fucking... um, we could have moved uh, Randy Orton for last, put one of the legends in between Kofi and, and Otis, and then um, let's see, what number is the lucky one? What was it, 26 or 24? Or... 20, uh, 24, I think. All right. I think it's so, 24. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily remember. I, I'm not so great at remembering Royal Rumble uh, facts. But um, I'm going to move whoever that Shane McMahon took to whoever's spot between Otis and Big E. We could have had Bad Bunny come out at number fucking, well, I think, 29. And then whoever else, I think Randy at 30 at this point with the way I reorganize it. But no. Like, I was okay with, I'm okay with Ronda Rousey now because as much as, like right now, she could be a part timer because she has a kid, but she was like consistent prior to her after uh, WrestleMania uh, in that triple threat uh, match for um, the Raw and SmackDown's Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. She showed up all the time. I'm okay with that. But why the fuck did we give it to Brock Lesnar? Just so that way he can still have a title match with Roman Reigns. Why couldn't you just... Because we've already seen that on the main show that 
Brock Lesnar is a free agent, quote unquote, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He didn't need to win it. He really did not need to win the Royal Rumble. It's his second Royal Rumble win. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that's the second one. So well, he he didn't need it. Did he win the Rumble? No, I'm thinking of when Drew won it. I don't know if he was won it twice. Hmm. Yeah, it was his second uh, Royal Rumble victory. So he did not need this at all. Nope. Not at all. So this was just literally the Mendel Rumble was a waste of time. All things considered, a waste of time. Uh, it just frustrates me to no end. All because of one person. Mm-hmm. We got such a horrible Royal Rumble. On the men's side. I'm not speaking for the pay-per-view as a whole. The pay-per-view as a whole, prior to that, was pretty good, all things considered. Agreed. The main event is where the landing did not stick. And we have no one else to blame but the man who ran it, Shane McMahon. That's all I got to say on this. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, I, I think I just took up 20 minutes of just being angry about the War Rumble. Meh. So, now it's time for us to talk about this past week. From January 31st, to uh, February 4th. So, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar open up Raw following um, uh, Royal Rumble promo. Um, not much really to say. Pretty good promo battle because MVP is great on the mic. Brock Lesnar is also pretty good on the mic. Just putting that out there. Even though he doesn't really say much. Still pretty good. Nikki, Nikki Ash versus Rhea Ripley. We just get this feud over with. The Miz versus Dominic Mysterio. Oh, and one other thing I forgot to mention. Why the fuck did we hype up Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio clashing at the Royal Rumble for it to not fucking happen at all? That's another thing that bothers me. That just reminded me of it. Um, but Miz versus Dominic Mysterio. Miz won. They think we'll forget. Um, then we had Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory. Um, Austin Theory won, and we're continuing the storyline of Austin Theory being a protege of uh, Vince McMahon. 
or a pet project, whatever. Something. Then we had Angelo Dawkins versus Dolph Ziggler. Pretty fair match. Dawkins won it. Then we had Otis versus Riddle. Um, Otis did counter Riddle's RKO, but he still got hit by uh, a twisting senton by Matt Riddle for the win. Bianca Boy versus Carmella. Bianca wins. Next. AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. Um, This was honestly a very good match. I'm not going to gloss over this one. This one was very good. That was a really good one. I I liked it. Um, AJ Styles um, got the win with the Styles Clash. It was nice for him to pull out every once in a while. Here and there. And then Ronda Rousey made her return, and then uh, what? whatever. Um, is it? No, that was that was yesterday. So I'm going to go um, we had Imperium versus Diamond Mine on NXT. That one was honestly pretty good. It was very good. Um, Raquel Gonzalez versus Cora Jade, also good. Um, going through the rest of it very quickly. We got my. We we talked about the Rumble and everything else for quite a bit. Um, Braun Baker and Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa uh, defeated Legado del Fantasma. Nice, nice. And now we move on to Dynamite. Whew! This one was one hell of a Dynamite. For, for a couple reasons, but one big one in particular. So instead of John Moxley versus um, Brian Kendrick, we got John Moxley versus uh, Wheeler Yuta. Which... Decent. I mean, it's, it's, Decent. It's, it's, we've seen this match before. It's a pretty good match. Um, after, um, after Moxie won the match, um, freaking, uh, Brian Danielson came out and this is what he had to say of, well, this is what he had to say to John Moxie. What if we trained the future of professional wrestling together? He told John Moxie to think about it. Let's add another faction to the mix. Essentially. It was kind of a weird proposal. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But hopefully it leads to a rivalry. That's what I'm hoping Mm -hmm. for. Yeah. Then we had uh, Death Triangle versus Knights of the Black Throne. A.K.A. Malachi Black and Brody King. Fun, 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 fun match. I like that. That was such a good match. Um, Malachi Black and Brody King did win the match. Then we had uh, Ruby Soho versus Nyla Rose. Ruby Soho won. Moving on. Um, 
Hangman Adam Page uh, cut a promo. Um, talked about his uh, championship defense against uh, Lance Archer. Um, then let's talk about the big one. CM Punk versus MJF. I am surprised they made that 40-minute match. Honestly. This this was, even with high expectations, this exceeded those expectations. It was a great match. It was just, like, we get to, like, 9-10, and they're coming out. I'm like, what the hell? Like, they're really going to make this half the show? It's crazy. It's crazy. Because this match is a big deal. They've been hyping up this match with these two going at each other's throats and promo battles for a long enough time where they literally solidified this is a big deal. And oh my god, it is. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty great. And Even had a had a false finish technically. MJF yeah, they did. won by cheating and then they restarted it, so that was good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And despite winning by cheating uh, the first time, he still kind of won by cheating a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And giving CM Punk his first ever loss, which is honestly the right call. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And the way they did it too was picture perfect. Warlow giving the distraction, allowing MJF to get the the dynamite diamond ring just literally knocked CM Punk out. Uh, No, I've said as much as I could. I cannot praise this match enough. It's so worth watching. In Chicago, CM Punk lost MJF. That's a big deal. It's huge. Um. Well, we'll just go. Yeah, let's just get SmackDown out of the way. So we had Goldberg interrupting the Bloodline. Ricochet. As soon as Saudi came up, he'd be coming around. Oh yeah. Ricochet versus Ridge Holland, which turned into a tag team match with Ridge Holland and Sheamus versus Ricochet and Cesaro. Ricochet defeated Ridge Holland at first, and then Ridge Holland and Sheamus beat Ricochet and Cesaro. Blah. Then we had Eric versus Jimmy. It was a squash match. Aaliyah versus Natalia. Why are we still doing this? Because. And then we had Drew McIntyre come out for a promo and then Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss came in to attack him. 
and don't care. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal. Shinsuke won. Moving on. And we had New Day versus Los Guatarios, which now we know Big E is not going back to the WWE title picture because he's back with New Day in the tag picture, which is still very sad. Yeah, that's a big yuck. New Day won. The New Day needs to go away. And then we officially got Ronda Rousey selecting her opponent to be Charlotte Flair. Let's go. What? That should be a good match. I'm I'm not super. I'm hyped enough to where I'll watch it. Hold on. Hold on. Am I confusing mm. it? Am I confusing what? it? Oh, Jesus Christ. Confusing what? Confusing her picking Charlotte? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. So, because Charlotte came out and sang that Ronda Rousey would choose Becky Lynch. Then, uh, Ron Rousey came out, and then she called out Charlotte instead. I I was getting confused when I was like, "Wait a minute, something's not right here." But yes, and backstage, Charlotte did ask for this match at WrestleMania because yeah. I've been looking at a whole lot of backstage reports ever since the Royal Rumble incident with Shane McMahon. Normally, I wouldn't do this so much. But god damn, did it open my eyes with Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. And now, to close everything off, Rampage. We had Adam Cole versus uh, Evil Uno. She finished him off very, very quick. That he did. Then we had uh, Sammy Guevara versus Isaiah Cassidy. Which was, it was a pretty good match. We had Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. That was good. That was, was very good. Um, and to close it off, we had Ricky Starks versus Jay Lethal for the FGW Championship. A highlight match. I really like that one. Absolutely agree. Like, when I seen this, I was like, ooh, this is going to be a good one. And it really was a good one. And that includes everything from the Royal Rumble to SmackDown and Rampage. Yeah, I I don't have anything else to add or or say. I've said my piece, most particularly with the Royal Rumble and booking decisions. I really, truly do hope that... Um, I didn't get to say this earlier, but I really thought about it more as I was talking about the other things. But I really wish that Becky Lynch does win against Lita because I still hold out hope that Liv Morgan is going to face Becky Lynch for her third match 
for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. That's what I'm really hoping for because she is at she's going to be in the Elimination Chamber match for a chance at number one contendership. That is true. I'm hoping, hoping that she wins the match because I don't remember who else is on the card. I believe Rhea Ripley is one of them. I believe Bianca Blair is one of them. Like, there are some good contenders in there. But they can't just let Liv Morgan die so abruptly with two stellar matches with Becky Lynch. I don't believe it. It might happen, but I didn't. I am not sure. I I really don't want to hold my breath on this. I want to stand my ground that this should happen. We will see what happens. Indeed, we shall. Well, with that, I will say thank you for listening, and we will be back. next week indeed this does conclude our podcast see you guys see you later